What makes a song perfect? Does it get stuck in your head? Give you all the feels? Make you get up and dance? Is it just personal taste? Join us as we attempt to answer these questions and more. This is The Perfect Song. Hello and welcome to The Perfect Song. I'm here with Mike and Al. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. And today we are talking about a Phil Collins song, and the song is in the air tonight. Now, this candidate for Perfect Song uh, is sort of chosen. I chose it because it's sort of a popular culture icon as a song. It's 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 very much pervades popular culture and movies. Uh, in uh, It was very big for us at the time it came out um, in 81. I had this album and I listened to this song a lot. It played on MTV quite a bit because it had a kind of a cool, cheesy, but cool video for the time. So um, a little bit about this song, like I said, 1981 from the album Face Value. Phil Collins had already been very famous in music because he was in the very big band Genesis, popular band, um, as the drummer and singer, the front man for the later part. And this was his first solo outing. Uh, and I believe this was the first single that he yes. put out as a solo artist. And I know for me, coming from, you know, with him coming from Genesis, a sort of a prog rock background, Phil Collins's influence on Genesis made them more poppy and popular. Um, they came out with albums like Abacab and, and things where they had more Phil Collins-esque songs, I call them. Just more popular and more uh, palatable, not so proggy. But this song in particular had a lot of, it was very, very moody and its instrumentation was uh, a surprise to me. It is drum machine and keyboards and very atmospheric, which was a bit of a, a departure for him. Do you guys remember this song back in the day? You must. Uh, Al? I do. Um, I liked this song a lot when it first came out. Uh, there's, uh, I think Patton Oswalt has a bit about like being a certain age and like, oh, have you guys checked out, you know, No Jacket Required? It's a pretty dark album. And I think <laughs> coming from a more suburban place, like I was, uh, it was kind of one of the first times it's like, oh, you can feel weird about things uh which is so strange because it is uh in retrospect very mainstream 
But yeah, no, like the moodiness of it, like you said, the atmosphere that it creates, the the very famous uh, drum break. I really liked it a lot when I was younger. I, I, I'll just go ahead and say I like it now, too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when I first heard it, but I will say of all the Phil Collins solo songs, it's the only one I can listen to. <laughs> Come on, and I, Sue, and I Sue do, Studio. Oh, Lord. <laughs> But I do think it's a very good song. This song is steeped in lore. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, like, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, there, there, there was the myth about he sang it to a, a, a. He saw some guy who watched a woman drowned, and then he invited the guy to find out who the guy was. Hired a private investigator, invited him to the concert, <laughs> right. and sang the song to him. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it, none of it's true. Right, it's all <laughs> just manufactured. You know just the story and, and and he has said it's not even about drown a person actually drowning you know i was going through a divorce not and literally I, no right not literally I, I was going through a divorce and i was mad so i just wrote a song that kind of i tried to capture it he was drowning in emotions there you go see people but, are so but, literal but the, but there are two different things that i read that were very funny i thought it said that in the air in the air tonight was phil collins first single as a soul artist he claims that he offered it up to gen as a genesis song but his bandmates rejected it, saying it was too simple. And then Tony Banks, who was with Genesis, um, insists that Collins never played them the song. So there's two different stories by the, the people in the band. But I thought that was very yeah. funny. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure how Genesis would do it. It is very simple and and more atmospheric than virtua, you know, virtuoso type. Like like Tony Banks is a great keyboard player, but it's about complexity and and this song isn't like that so i'm not sure how that would even fit (laughs) yeah there aren't too many layers to it but i do think it's a very good song for what it actually does and it's still you you could play it now and it has the same effect on you as if you listened to it 40 years ago you know right yeah it is it is quite remarkable its longevity one of the things about it is it has that um gated reverb drum sound basically that drum sound was kind of not invented. It was sort of discovered while Phil Collins was recording on a Peter Gabriel album. Well, the third album, Melt, is what the Peter Gabriel album is called. And the very first song on that album is called Intruder, and it has this very distinct drum sound that starts it out. They accidentally discovered that drum sound while trying to record that song. Uh, I'm not going to get into the um, the technical part of it, but basically they had a certain gear, a certain uh, mixing board in the studio that had this circuit so you could talk to the people in the studio. So there's like a button you push and said, oh, yeah, that was great, guys. Let's try it again, you know. Um, well, they somehow accidentally got the drum to go through this circuit, and that circuit had a really, really strong compressor on it. Because they don't want like stray noise when the person's talking, but the drums played through that made this really uh, sharp and uh, distinct sound. That's the drum sound, and uh, Phil Collins used it on his on his well. Arguably, everyone used it on their albums throughout the 80s. In the 80s, after that. Yeah. yeah, in the 80s. Um, 
So he's the one who came up with that sound. Well, he was the one on the drums playing for Peter Gabriel's that song Intruder by Peter Gabriel. I didn't realize he he's the one who started that. Yeah, that, no, that, he's the one. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's another like story or trivia behind, you know, related to this song. Um, what else? I guess that's it. Oh, and the engineer, by the way, who helped them invent it was Hugh Padgham, who's a famous engineer as well. Um, and he's, isn't he co-writer on this song? Oh, is he? I, you know, I'm not sure. We could certainly look it up. I'll look it up. I'll I will use the power of the internet. Use the power. I, I also of the I also appreciate that the song um it uh, appears in Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters based <laughs> on the Adult Swim TV show. <laughs> and you may remember uh, what the Hangover. The, it's yes. an iconic moment. Yeah. An iconic moment in The Hangover. Mike Tyson. This is my favorite part coming up right now. That drum break has been described as the sleekest, most melodramatic drum break in history by somebody. Hmm. Um, anyway, very famous drum break. One of the top moments in drumming. I don't know. It's interesting. The people know it. Well, <laughs> I know. That's a thing people people do. I, I didn't come up with it. Certainly, certainly, if you were to, if that were a question you would ask me um, without this conversation pr- prior to, if you would ask me the most iconic drum part of a song you could remember, I'd probably say that. <laughs> I think this is one of them. Certainly, if if, if you're if you're uh, inclined to make great drumming moments lists, it would which, have to be on there. I it's guess. on there. I mean, if that's your inclination. I don't know. Yes. I mean, here we are making a podcast about perfect songs. I shouldn't laugh. Well, you know, we're we're culturally criticizing. That's what we're doing. We're cultural critics, and that's what people do. They 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 uh, list, aggregate, and talk about. And that's really much what we're doing. Yes. Um, so yeah, this song. Uh, I love this song. Actually, I think it's a great song. Still, like Al said, mm-hmm. it's still a great song. Um, and again, a lot of it is the the arrangement of it and the fact that he starts with these washy keys and little dingly dingly keys, little keyboard synths, and uh, and that's just drum machine, little drum machine uh, repeated uh, pattern, and it really just kind of brings you along. And if you know if you don't know what's coming, that makes that drum break that's that much so effective. You're like, whoa, and it's an explosion, this crescendo, and then it barrels along to the end with that big percussion and he starts really going with the vocals and, and it, again, it, it takes you on a little journey. Um, and the drums release this tension that's been sort of building. We hope you're enjoying this Gen Explainers podcast. Remember to find us and follow us on social media. Give us a like, a follow, or support us on Patreon. And we'd much appreciate a five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, let's get back to the show. Is this a perfect song? And I'm going to go first because I think 
think you might know the answer. I think it is a perfect song. Uh, it's a it's an interesting song, and not I think it's perfect, but not even in a typical way. But I think it's really it's a very uh, distinct and unique song. But I think it's perfect for for what it's for what it's doing. Just in general, perfect. Well, I actually do think it is also, um, and so I'm not going to be contrarian here because I actually do think it's a perfect song. I I certainly can't say that I always want to listen to it but <laughs> but I do I do feel uh that it is something that it works on so many different levels it really is the best of his work I think the popularity of this album because of this song uh caused Genesis to go in a new direction which I despised <laughs> um but the sound it created you really hadn't heard it before, as I just found out. Um, it is something that I do think is really pretty perfect for what it does. So, yeah. How about you, Al? Uh, I think it's a great song. Um, it's probably my favorite Phil Collins song. I, I will also say that I'm actually not a, a against Phil Collins. I actually like a lot of other songs he did. I mean, not like I'm not crazy about him, but I like Easy Lover with Philip Bailey and. One more night is your favorite, isn't it? One more night. No, it's not a bad song, though. It's not a bad song. I mean, I'm not going to run out and try to like seek it out necessarily, but yeah, objectively speaking, it's pretty good. Um, but I mean, this is probably this is probably my favorite in the air tonight because it has that moodiness and it's it's him sort of uh, sort of working against type in a weird way. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not like a lot of other Phil Collins songs. I'll just put it that way that you I'm said, aware of. You said yeah. moodiness. You said moodiness. And I thought you said you, it has a lot of bootiness. <laughs> oh, if it had more bootiness, I would be way more into it. But it's just moodiness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it. What you say about going against type is interesting because, yeah, Phil Collins, especially in his, in his solo work. I mean, Phil Collins is kind of a goofy guy. You know, and he's kind of a silly guy in a way, and and some of his songs, and he loves like like he he was influenced by like Motown, so a lot of mm-hmm. his albums have like Motown covers, and he likes that kind of you can't hurry love. He likes that kind mm-hmm. of boppy fun stuff too. But this song comes from an extremely honest, emotional place, and I think when he wrote the song, he was like, "Well, I'm gonna write the song that mirrors the feelings I'm having about it." Melancholy burning you know like an underpinning of anger and then it's just i'm just gonna release it and this is what it sounds like this is what it would feel like sonically <laughs> to release this this anger i'm feeling or this you know so i think that that's what sets it apart in a way it's just it, that's how it's not like quote a phil collins song you know my understanding of how it came about is actually a little bit different which mm-hmm. is that he kind of created this song musically he kind of created that kind of mood and then he just, he wasn't trying to like open up himself mm. or bear himself. He, it just kind of came naturally. But because he was going through that at the time, that is the tenor of the lyrics that came out. But it yeah. was kind of spontaneous, I think. Mm. Or at least that's what I've read. Anyway. Yeah. Um, more organic and just sort of came about. Well, it works yeah. great. I mean, uh, in my notes for whether it's a perfect song, what did I say? I say amazingly well-crafted song that did things sonically that influenced music production and a moody masterpiece that he sells very well. 
drenched in lore and urban legend. And it's like a slow burn to a universally recognizable cathartic crescendo. I'm going for some sort of Peabody Award with that one. I, I guess so. Oh, yeah. wow. I just, oh, good I luck. I'll vote for you. Yeah, did, thanks. Did, um, did, do, they, do they give those out for podcasts? God, I hope so. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get a podcasty. <laughs> a casty or a, a potty. Uh, <laughs> I feel like ours is definitely more worthy of a potty. Of a potty, definitely. All right. Well, hey. But I didn't I think, vote. Oh, you didn't vote. Oh, here we no. go. I said it's good. I said it's great. I don't think it's perfect. Don't dick around with me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Right. That's <laughs> I just voted no. I just voted no. I was like, that's like, whoosh. Okay. Not, I didn't do my little wussy like, oh, conditionally. I, I appreciate that. And that's, uh, that's I get it. It's fine. Two yeses and a no. No turkey, but that's okay. We all, I, I think we all think it's a very good song. Uh, absolutely. Um, can I ask, what are the things that make it not perfect? Just the specific little things um well i don't know that there actually is a specific little thing like i don't mm. think there's anything that would like oh if only it had more like guitar or if it hadn't been produced the way it was yeah. um I, I i would say that it was perfectly put together for what it is i just it doesn't um doesn't seem perfect to me mm. it's such a hard thing to to qualify it, is, it can be yeah, because I think there are certain things I've kind of gone back on some of my previous votes and it's like, well, if I use the criteria for song, you know, this one song on this other song, I think I would have voted differently. So I just I, who knows? Maybe it's just I don't want to say that Phil Collins has ever done anything perfect. I don't know. But but I do like him. So I'm not like I think mm-hmm. I like him more than Mike does. And I think that Phil Collins and I could be more likely to be friends than Mike and Phil Collins. So, I mean, I have that going for me, I think, at some point. Right. Well, sometimes you just can't, you can't say that it's perfect just because you don't feel that it is. Maybe there isn't yeah. specific reasons. Yeah. And this is the reason why Matt uh, canceled the entire podcast for here on out. Yeah. <laughs> Alan is inconsistent at best. <laughs> I just don't think it's working out. <laughs> it's not it's me. Not, yeah, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, thanks for listening. Hey, how do you, how do you audience feel about Phil Collins in the air tonight? Uh, do you feel anything about it? Do you know, even know what we're talking about? Let us know, follow find us on the socials and, uh, you know, have a great day. Bye everybody. Goodbye. 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 Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Good night. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> thank you for listening to this gen explainers podcast follow us on instagram and friend us on facebook just search for gen explainers and find us on patreon where you can support the channel and gain access to extended cuts of the podcast as well as exclusive bonus content see you next time